When I was a kid, I remember my grandmother telling me how ladies don't speak so loud. And I don't really think that I was, you know, running around screaming at people, but apparently I was talking a little louder than she appreciated. And I do remember her being a very soft-spoken woman. But it's really funny that even after years of being in pep club and on pom-pom and so many stage productions, I can't even count where the whole goal is to speak as loudly as you can. I still find when I'm in a conversation with someone, I hear my grandmother's voice in the back of my head reminding me, ladies don't speak so loudly. So it always makes me wonder how much is that influencing where I am right now? And how much of my past is telling me what it is that I'm doing in my present? Welcome back to the BU Hangout, a podcast that allows you to be yourself, whoever that might be, while chatting about all the crazy moments that make up life. Because as you all know, life is pretty crazy. I'm your host, Tiffany, and I can't wait to hang out with you. So grab your drink of choice, get comfortable, and let's go ahead and get started. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, thank you everyone for joining me today. I have to admit that I have been so ridiculously excited um, to do this topic ever since our guest today agreed to be on. And I don't want to take up too much time because I know she's got some really amazing stuff that we're going to cover. So I'm going to go ahead and jump on in and we can just uh, talk about what it is that we're going to talk about on this episode, which will be taking a look at how the past can influence you um, in your life now. And maybe identifying some of the ways that it might be holding you back or even maybe some ways that it might be fueling you for what it is that you have that you want to do. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest. I met Miss Kim, also known as Coach Kim, um, at a workshop that we had locally at uh, one of our libraries. And let me tell you, she came in just fierce, um, just walked in and like got on, got at the front of the room and just started taking everybody by storm. And Kim is an unapologetic go-getter known to her clients as Coach Kim, as I said. She uh, founded her professional coaching company to equip and inspire people to achieve their personal goals. Her philosophy is simple. If people want to achieve their goals, then they will achieve their goals, which I firmly and completely agree with. And she is an award-winning speaker, a best-selling author, and she empowers people to move from stagnation to results. Everybody, please welcome warmly Coach Kim. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hello. Um, so how are you doing today? I am doing amazing today. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Well, I couldn't think of anybody else when this topic came into my head um, than you because I felt like in the time frame that we had, which uh, granted it was, you know, like that little short uh, workshop, but you really talked about how 
you know, you found like your passion for what it is that you do. And you were even talking about some of the things that maybe had happened in your past that you didn't let hold you back. Like you didn't stop and was like, oh no, maybe, you know, like you just went gung force and just straight ahead. And I just really admire and appreciate that as someone who still sometimes struggles with some of the noises and the words and the craziness that's in my head. So, um, I just really wanted you, if you want to take a few minutes and just share kind of how you got into, um, coaching and working with people and inspiring them. the way Sure. Sure. So I started my coaching company, which is called let's grow Institute about five years ago. And the reason why I started my coaching company is because at that time I was working in corporate America and I really did like the work that I was doing, but for some odd reason, eventually I just woke up one day and I hated my job. I was a project manager at the time, and basically I was doing all this work um, quickly compared to my peers. And so I'll be looking around the room looking for other tasks or other other things to do. And I noticed that there was really nothing to do. Mm -hmm. And so I started to get bored with my job. And all of a sudden, so Mm. many women in or people in my company, they will come to me for advice. They will come to me because they're like, Kim, how are you so courageous to like just leave a job or just, you know, speak up for yourself and bold enough to really ask for what you want and then get it. And all of a sudden, I found myself really just coaching people along their career journey. I started coaching people personally because all of the goals that I ever wanted to achieve in my life, I actually achieved them before the age of 30. I'm over 30 now. I know I'm over 30 now and I'm really just resetting my life and trying to come up with bigger goals so that way I can now stretch myself to achieve them. So I started my coaching company because I thought that most women were over mentored, but they were under. Oh, I like that. Right. Women are over mentored and under sponsored because some of the women that I were meeting, they were talking about the things they wanted to do and they just needed somebody to talk to. And I was a very actionable person. Right. So I would say, stop complaining. These these are the, the steps you need to take to get there. And it started to work. Right. So I've been coaching people all of my life. I didn't know it was coaching, but. Once I learned more about the work that I did, I was like, I can make money doing this because I'm really passionate about it. So I actually learned more about it, got my master's in management and leadership. And then after I got my master's, I got certified with the John Maxwell team. And I said, I want to do this. And so I left corporate America to do education just so I can continue to work a nine to five while I started my business. But I really started my coaching company because so many people were getting all these mentors in the world. I was like, look, let's stop mentoring people and actually helping them find actionable steps in or resources to achieve their goals. And so that's what I do at Let's Grow Institute. I literally give people execution plans, walk with them through some next steps that they really have to achieve in order to say this will be the end result. I love that. I love it. Cause I, I agree. I think so often even, you know, in my profession as a photographer, like we get these great people who are like, Oh, you should have a mentor. And all you're doing is just kind of following them around, but they're never telling you what to do. You're just like watching what they do and hopefully you pick up on what it is to do. So I love the idea of it being more actionable steps. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Okay, so let's talk about letting go of the past. And I think one of the first things we probably have to acknowledge is what do you think is one of the quickest ways to know or at least to acknowledge if your past is holding you back? That's a good question. I think if you're trying to achieve something in life, but you keep thinking about maybe one specific experience that happened in your life every time you're trying to move forward, then that's probably the quickest way to know if your past is holding you back, right? So for example, if you're saying that you want to, I don't know, go back to school, you want to go back to college, but for some reason, somebody in your life may have told you that you're not college material, right? Somebody have verbally said these things to make you think that you're not doing it. So you may wake up every day wanting to do more than the job that you work at because you want to go back to school to make more money. But then you're still remembering somebody who said some negative things to you and that is holding you back is stifling your growth. Right. So that's the quickest way to know if you're thinking of a specific experience that has happened. So it could be verbal abuse or it can be somebody, you know, or you, I call it self-sabotage or you send it in your own way because you feel like you had a child or you, um, oh, I have a child, so I'm not going to be able to go back to school. Like who goes back to school and they have children? It's too much work. So you're self-sabotaging yourself and you're holding yourself back because of an experience that you have had. So I think oftentimes, anytime somebody think or reflecting too much on things that has happened in their life, then that's going to stifle their growth because it keeps them fearful. Ooh, yes. I I like that. I like the example too, especially the difference between um, if it's something that someone said to you or if it's something that you're saying to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I don't think we even think about how often we self-sabotage our yeah, own Yeah, we selves. really do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so as someone who's done it, like raise your hand. Yeah. Um, My hand has been raised. <laughs> absolutely. So... Now, once we acknowledge that, though, because sometimes it's really easy to acknowledge, okay, well, this is what's holding me back. This is what's holding me back. But how do we move, I guess, past that? You know, mm-hmm. once we see I'm, I'm talking to myself and I'm reminding myself that, you know, I have a child because I know for myself personally, like if I say I'm going to do something and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to let the past stop me. I'm going to do it. Anytime something happens, then it almost is like that's reinforcement for what Mm -hmm. I thought I shouldn't have done in the first place. I think oftentimes we have to get out of, I always tell people, get out of their own damn way. And the way that you do that Mm. is by first acknowledging that you are the person that's holding yourself back. And that's a hard pill to swallow, right? Nobody wants to look at themselves in the mirror and say, I haven't achieved this in my life because I am the person holding me back. And so the the best way, it's not the easiest way, the best way is to really start identifying what are some things you truly want, right, outside of the noise. Because oftentimes we get the okay. clutter in our heads and oftentimes we, we, we get the chatter, right? And oftentimes that is the reason why we can't move forward. It's, it's so hard to move forward when you are listening to the chatter of other people in or yourself. So in order to do that, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and yes. say, OK, what do I want? And once I understand what do I want, then I'm able to uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? I'm able to not soften the chatter, but just like really exit it out. I'm able to move past it. So when I hear chatter in my head and or I like to do uh, motivational videos, I like to read motivational quotes, things that's going to help me get outside of my own head. I like it. I'm a big motivational quote person. So that resonates with me very much. Now, why do you think it is, though, that we let these things like from the past stay with us or we have such a hard time moving beyond them, especially like, as you just said, when we have things we know we want to achieve, like going back to school or being in a relationship or, you know, all the different things that we may want in our life, even having children, you know, yeah. uh, why do we let that kind of self-sabotage or hurt us so much? So I believe that it all boils down to fear. I think people are mm. fearful of making new moves. So let's take a relationship, for example. People are so comfortable in relationships that they stay in fear of leaving and having to find someone new and or waiting for someone new to find them. So we're comfortable being in in relationships that hurt us, not because we don't want to be in them, but because we have been comfortable knowing that we've we've been with this person 15 years. Right. This person is the father of my child or mother of my child. Right. This this person has helped me through some of the darkest times. Okay, but they hurt you. And that's not a good place to be in. So until you get out of the fear of knowing that you deserve better then you will get better, right? I think staying mm-hmm. hurts people, but but leaving also hurts too. So you have to figure out what is the greater pain, staying with somebody in a relationship, staying at a, a job that's not fulfilling, right? Um, holding yourself back from getting a higher education, right? Traveling because of fear of what's going on in the world, or you're going to travel because you actually want to experience what's going on in the world, right? Do not let the news dictate your travel experience. Go out and travel and see it for yourself and you will notice that it's actually not so bad in another country, but you have been, you know, you're sitting in this fearful space because you're hurting and you see what's going on in the world, but you're not getting out to actually experience what's going on in the world. So I think moving on requires us to experience new things and because it requires us to be something different to 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 grow and evolve into a different person we stay because we like being comfortable but we have to get out of our comfort zone I love the way you just said that because when you were talking about the travel and either being afraid of what's out in the world or experiencing what's out in the world to me Mm -hmm. it almost sounds like is how you say something to yourself you know like where what is it they always say? Um, the cup is half empty or it's half full. Yeah. How kind of conversation. So, um, and I, I really appreciate that because that I try to always remember that kind of thought process. Like, which way am I going to look at this? Is it a blessing or is it a curse? Yeah. Kind of thing. And believe it or not, moving on from past hurts we will, I mean, it's hurt, right? We we have feelings. Things hurt us emotionally, spiritually, physically, right? Depending on the situation. But because we want to get past it, we have to know, right? It's bigger than me. This is bigger mm. than me. And if you realize that your hurt is bigger than you, 
then you want mine moving on past the hurt because you know greater is coming. And I think that's what we have to be in order to not let our past pains prevent us from living in our present. Because if we do that and we know it's bigger than us, then we'll keep moving. I, I love that. It's, it's that greater is coming. That yep, is an amazing statement. So, okay. Because I know that our past hurts can hurt us, but like just personally, I happen to be one of those people and not always, but a lot of times if you tell me I can't do something, then I'm like, okay, watch me prove you wrong. So I sometimes feel like maybe sometimes the past can actually fuel us a little bit to do better or to push us a little bit further. Is that true? Or am I just psyching myself out? So I believe you. I'm with you. I think that's true. Um, I believe that I can actually do better in life when I have some type of experience or something happens to fuel me. So for instance, um, I have two stories. One story I want to share is that, that helped me act. My past actually helped push me. So when I was 16, I was abandoned by my mother And I had to live with different, you know, family members and or friends growing up. And I was 16. I was working. I had my own job. So I was, you know, for the most part, taking care of myself. So I could have given up as a high school student. I could have made excuses and I could have said, well, to hell with all of this. If my mother doesn't want me, I, I can do anything and be anything. So no one's paying attention to me. No one's holding me accountable. Instead, I used that Mm -hmm. hurt that I was feeling to fuel my destiny. I said, you know what? I'm 16. I'm going to, I had to grow up fast. I went to college, put myself through college. I actually worked three jobs and still got, you know, college loan debt. Talk about that. And I still learned that for me, I could have allowed that situation to make me the worst person ever in life and complain about things. Instead, I took that situation and said, you know what? I'm going to make something of myself. I'm going to be better than that. So that's definitely one story. Yeah. Another story I want to share is a couple um, years ago, I lost my daughter. She was a preemie. She was born a preemie at one pound, five ounces, but she lived until she was about five pounds. And so I was praying to God and I was like, oh, you know, God, if you, you know, keep her with me, I won't do this or I won't do this. Like, you know, just praying to God, thinking that I did something wrong. And what I learned about different experience, I was hurt by that situation when I lost my daughter. When you talk about hurt, I was hurt. Um, I would probably cry myself to sleep every night. And what I learned from that that hurt experience is that God was calling me to to share a different testimony with with the world. And I could mm. not understand that at that time because I felt like the God that I serve wouldn't you know, let me have a child and then take my child away. But I also know if we're talking about how can it push you? How can it fuel you? I now have a different wine life, right? So now when I'm coaching women, I'm like, girl, we don't have no time to waste, right? We have to get get this done tonight, right? Because I've seen death, right, right. you know, in my arms. And I know that in life, so many people are, so I'm over 30, so I'm 30 plus and I'm like living my dreams. But there's so many people who are 40 plus 
who are just now starting to learn themselves to say, I want to live my life now. And so I meet women every day and I'm saying, let's do it today. Let's not wait for tomorrow. Does that mean you achieve your goal today? No, we don't live in a microwave society as much people, many people think we do, right? It's not my, but I want people to know if you intentionally set your goals, do those next steps, when hurt comes, you can either say, I'm hurt by it, I'm never going to do shit again. Or you can say, I'm hurt by it. And because I'm hurt by it, let me make a difference. I love that. And I relate to that on a couple of different levels, because I don't know if you know this about me, but I lost my mom when I was 16 as well. Um, She died though, but it was still, because she was this extreme woman of faith. And, you know, I'd grown up in church, like everything. And so when that happened because she always believed that she would just be healed. She would be healed. She would be healed. And when that happened, it was like a rock to my world. And I completely understand because I had the same moment where I could have let that be like, oh, well, I just can't do anything. And I mean, I had people who, you know, were comforting to me. And then I turned around and I heard them telling someone else, oh, she doesn't have her mom. Like, oh Lord, what's going to happen to her? You know? And I could easily let that influence me, but I too was like, nope, let me get this high school. Let me get this college. Let me keep moving. And, you know, and we're both here now. So I completely understand that. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a lot. You know, when you, when you think about the work that God has called you to do, but God Mm -hmm. is the person who make things happen or don't make things happen. You're also thinking to yourself, like, well, my God, am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Am I supposed to be doing something right. different? Like, how is life supposed to look now? Exactly. Because I and I it took years for me to understand that maybe I lost my mom because now the same way you're telling people we don't have time to lose. I'm always like, we need to preserve our memories because mm-hmm. like people so often are like, Oh, you know, whatever I'll remember it or it'll happen to this. And I'm like, that's why I'm so passionate about photography or about video or about whatever you're doing some way, somehow preserve those memories because they're so important to the people you leave behind. They really are. And that's like the testimony that I got from it. So I completely understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Yeah. Life life is crazy. And because life is crazy, and once we identify um, that life is crazy, we can then say, okay, let's reflect on like who I used to be and who I am today. And, And we have a mindset of gratitude to say, okay, thank you, God, for that person who I used to be, but I'm no longer this person. I want to act in the present and this is who I want to be an even greater goal moving forward. Yes. Yes. And on that idea, then let's kind of close with this question because obviously we all have things in our past. We're always going to always have things in our past. And how do we because I I believe you should learn from everything. So how do we maybe learn from that past so that it's not hindering us where we are right now, but it's propelling us or allowing us to live in the moment and be present in what it is that we're doing? You know, that's a good question. It's it's probably a difficult one for me to answer. I think that 
in order for us to learn from things, we have to know what happened and we have to be honest with mm-hmm. what happened. So until we can get honest with ourselves about what has happened in our like what has happened in our life and what has hurt us in our life because those are two different things things happen in our life and those are some things that hurt us in our life so in order to move past hurt we have to identify okay what hurt us now that we know what hurt us now we need to i always tell people to write things down so create a list of things that you feel like you've accomplished in life okay make a list of the things that you know that you want to accomplish in life and then make a list of those things that have hurt you think because we don't think that events that have happened in our life that hurt us is the hindrance we don't know that for real we won't know until we start looking at it was like oh that's why i haven't you know moved back home yet because i remember dealing with this type of issue you know messiness in my family or that why I haven't traveled because I remember they said that place wasn't good. They didn't like, you know, U.S. citizens, right? So, like, you have to really identify those things that have hurt you and or things you have experienced in order to move from it. We cannot learn unless we know. So we have to be honest with ourselves. And then once we know all that stuff, like I said earlier, you have to really reflect on, like, who you used to be and who you are today and truly thank God for who you are right now. We don't live enough in the present. Even me, right? As a goal achievement coach, I'm always like talking about, hey, what we're about to do, what the future looks like. And I am literally just now learning how to live in the present. And trust me, it has been amazing (laughs) to live in the present. I'm like, (laughs) why did I put that much stress on myself in the past? Like, why? I would never do myself like that again. Once I've known that truly living in the present is just such a like not stressful journey. I stress myself out when I'm thinking too oh, much yeah. ahead, when I'm overthinking it. No, I I work very intentionally to live in the present. And that has been a great way to learn from the past is by truly living for today. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I'm one of those people that I'm always like, we need to forward plan. We got to know where we're going. And it is when you can just stop and be like, I'm just going to be present in where I'm at right now and just enjoy the moment. It is amazing. It really is. Just how relaxing and just, oh, it is. It's amazing. So, yes, that might be another podcast we need to do, like how to live in the present. <laughs> that would be a good topic. That really would be a good topic. Because it, it it sounds easy, but sometimes it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, it can get To be hard. just in that moment, for sure. Well, I have completely, completely enjoyed this. I, I don't want to take up uh, everybody's whole day, but I want to give you a chance kind of uh, roll out the red carpet for you and let people know if they want more information, if they want to find out more about you, where is the best place to look? What do you have coming up? What are you promoting right now? You know, how can they how can they get on the Coach Kim bandwagon? Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. This is just amazing to share my story about this. I'm so proud of you and your journey. And I pray that you continue to have great episodes for your podcast. So 
okay. anybody is listening, you can follow me at Coach Kim Burke on all social media platforms. So that's at Coach Kim Burke. My last name is spelled B-U-R-K-E. I also want to invite you to go to my website and receive a free gift. If you go to CoachKimBurke.com, you can actually um, get six intentional personal growth strategies that you can use right now to achieve your goals. So that is my free gift to you. And that way you can join my email list and you'll be able to get my weekly goodies that I share with my goal getters. And also please follow me on YouTube, subscribe to my channel. It's called Coach Kim Burke. And I do weekly videos called Women Willpower Wednesday to inspire the woman who is over mentor under. Uh, under sponsored and also to empower women leaders who's trying to get to the next level in their careers. Okay. I don't know about everybody else, but I'm getting ready to click off and go to your website. I'm going to YouTube page. Cause I feel like I, I missed all this. How did I not know that you had all this going on? Everyone on YouTube. Cause I, I love a good YouTube. Like there's times I'm almost like YouTube is the bane of my existence. Cause I know yeah. I need to work, but there's this video coming up. Oh. Trust me. I, I watch a lot of makeup tutorials on YouTube. And so every time it pops up, I'm like, Oh, I need to see. And I'm like, no, Kim, you really don't. <laughs> you know, I was just talking to somebody earlier today and I told them, I was like, YouTube has kind of become yeah. my reality TV. Pretty much. I can see it. And a lot of people I follow are very comical. So you need to go. Right. And I'm just I hate reality TV because I don't think that is real. But I'm like, it's YouTube. They're vlogging. They're holding the camera themselves. It's absolutely real. (laughs) Well, I have had a wonderful time. I hope all of our listeners have had a wonderful time. And you've gotten some really good tips and ideas for how to start letting go of whatever is holding you back in your past or whatever might be um, self-sabotaging you. Because we even touched on that as well. Uh, And just really moving forward, living in the present and just letting that fuel you to create a life that you absolutely love and you can live out loud, which is the premise of this podcast and just, you know, be authentically yourself. So as always, thank you everyone for tuning in and be blessed, be loved, be safe and above all, be you.
them 